Welcome back to another audio podcast from the Line Movers Network. As always, thank you for joining us today. You can check out all of our content on thelinemovers.net. Be sure to follow along on Twitter at the underscore LM Network for all your up-to-the-minute gambling needs. We appreciate your continued support. We are back with another week in the PGA Tour. This is the Pony for Dough podcast brought to you from Ian Robbins. We are brought to you by Line Movers Network. Uh, welcome in. We got an exciting, exciting time ahead in the PGA. The calendar turns to May. PGA golf starts to take center swing as we head into the summer months. Warmer weather, other sports winding down. PGA is definitely heating up. And former world number one, now John Rahm, takes down the Mexican Open crown last week as an astounding three to one favorite. Um, pretty unfortunate on, on our side on line movers. We had four guys finish in the top 10, of course, none of which on the three to one favorite on Rom. Both guys, two guys tied for second, Brandon Wood, Tony Finau, Cam Champ was on the leaderboard all, all weekend, along with Alex Smalley. A uh, couple 130 to, 130 to 1, 140 to 1, 71. And then our biggest position with Finau at 25 to 1. But, you know, you're going to get beat by the favor sometimes. And, that's just how it goes. And John Rahm, he went to he went to Mexico with a purpose on a mission. He wanted to get that first win since last year's U.S. Open. He been passed up number one in the world and struggling a little bit. Takes on the weaker field, gets the win. Uh, good for John Rahm. We went to next week, just a couple of weeks away from our next major in the PGA Championship. And the PGA Tour heads to a familiar tournament, the Wells Fargo, but it is an unfamiliar spot. Normally this. Tournament takes place at Quail Hollow, but uh, Quail Hollow is being used for the Presidents Cup this year. So now we are at TPC Potomac in Baltimore, and uh, we've seen this course twice. We played it um, a couple years ago, two times in 2017, 2018. 2017, Kyle Stanley, who's the ultimate ball striker, no putt, um, took it down with a score of minus two. So the course played very difficult. The following year with some rain and some softer, more receptive conditions, Francesco Molinari absolutely blitzed the field to an eight-shot tournament lead. Um, so we get a little bit of data, a little bit of skill set. Let's talk about the course a little bit. So TPC Potomac, TPC course, uh, architects are not too well-known around the PGA Tour, but what we have is a par 70, two par fives, one on each, the front and the back nine. There's a drivable par four on the back nine, which is places the easiest hold a uh, 4% Eagle rate. That's the, that's the hole that the players are going to have to go after the second hole par five, 620 yard um, par five. So it's going to be a little bit tougher to get there for all the hitters. Um, the hole 10 is a 560 yard par five gettable, um, not a terribly high Eagle rate. You can still get there. Going to have to score birdie if you want to do well uh, this this week. So what we're looking at a shorter course, par 70, more of a ball striker course. This is going to be where um, if you miss off the tee, unlike last week, that's very, very not forgiving. Last week was very forgiving off the tee. This week is not going to be. So it's going to be really, really important, not just to have a good drive, but a good drive that finds the short grass, finds the fairway. Because fairways hit, greens and regulation are all below average on this tour compared to the rest. So it means it's a lot harder to do that. So players who could find success doing that are going to have a better time 
finding success in this tournament. So that means we're looking for a profile of shorter hitters who can have good drives and who have good approach from the mid irons. Um, length is not going to be overwhelming. Length and hitting the ball straight could be an advantage, but if you do lose control off the tee, you're going to have some struggles. Greens are a little bit smaller than tour average, so a lot of sand that protects the greens. So uh, scrambling, especially out of the sand, is going to be an important stat that we're going to look at for this course. So we're looking at players who could scramble out of the sand, players who are going to find the fairway off the tee, players who are going to be able to um, have good approach shots from the fairway with the mid-irons, and players who tend to play tougher courses as well. So we're expecting harder scoring conditions. Minus two was a winner a couple of years ago. We're looking for players who play tougher courses as well. I'll talk about a couple of guys who kind of fit that bill, fit that mold um, that we like to look at. So on that, who last week we saw bombers course, big player, big hitters, um, putting was easy. We're not going to put it too much of an emphasis on putting at this course. One bent grass greens was just kind of the Midwest. First time we've seen bent grass in a while, but, um, the players who've won this tournament on this course actually lost strokes putting. So really, if you're able to find the green, if you're able to put your ball in a good position to make shots, Par is going to be a good score. And when par is a good score, putting is kind of taken out. You have to make some putts, but you don't have to. It's not turns doesn't turn into a birdie fest if who putts the best. So who are a couple of players that kind of fit? Rory McIlroy is the top name, and he's sitting at seven, eight to one. He is a quail hollow ace. And I think he gets a lot of credit for that. He has he did win last year at Quail Hollow. He's won three times at Quail Hollow. So he's won the Wells Fargo three times, but he hasn't won at this course. Um, certainly. A straight driver of the ball with links has his advantage there. Um, been playing okay. Um, Rory is a deserved favorite for sure, but uh, we're looking in the middle of board. And popular name that you hear is Corey Connors just because he, he plays these short, shorter courses very well. He's in great form, played well at the Masters, played Real the Heritage, came third place in the match play, just in stellar form. Hunting is not his game, but ball striking is. And he's an elite ball striker. And um, gets find his prices up 20. 20 to one about right about now, which makes sense as the second favorite, not the first guy I'm going to look at though. I'm going to look at Matthew Fitzpatrick. Matt Fitzpatrick is coming off a miscut as a popular player. Now, before that he was finding top tens and top twenties with regularity playing really well. He putted his worst in his worst when he missed the cut um, at the heritage and just a very off week for Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick plays the hard course as well. He's uh, He doesn't need the length, but he's very good off the tee. He typically is a good putter around the greens and a good player around the greens. I think Fitzpatrick's definitely a person to look at on this course. He was playing well. Maybe the miscut will or scale some, scare some people off him. I like seeing a player off a miscut, especially when one of their skills and strengths, which is putting for him, has kind of gone away. And I like to go back to a player like that. So Fitzpatrick's going to be the highest price that we take there. Another guy in that top range is going to be Seamus Power. Seamus Power, again, has played these tougher courses very well. He's been in very good form. Um, played well his last few times. Struggled a little bit after having a hot start to the season, but kind of found his form back. Plays the tougher course as well. Good, very good mid-iron player. Uh, very good control off the tee. Um, you know, Seamus Power is definitely a guy I think we want to back here. And then one more guy in that middle range is going to be Keegan Bradley. Now, Keegan is a ball striker. He's not a great putter, not great around the greens, but he's played this course well, and he is an ultimate ball striker. He, he can get the ball close. He can play the tough courses. Um, you know, Keegan's been playing well. If he, if he ever finds a putter with his form, he's going to find a win here. 
Well, that's the top of the board there. I think all certainly viable for DraftKings as well. A um, couple of guys I'm going to look at in the mid to higher range here that play some TPC courses well, play these middle range courses well, not the long bombers, but good ball strikers that can maybe find a butt or two, but find, play these tougher courses well. One guy to land on is Doug Gim. Gim has been playing well. He's a great ball striker. He's got that good mid-iron play. We've seen him pop at these TPC courses. But he doesn't necessarily have the length off the tee, but that's not needed here. That's actually not a skill that we're looking for here. So I think Doug Gim, 71 best price out there, is good value that we'll see. Keith Mitchell, same thing. Uh, Very good off the tee player. He's been playing great in great form. I think Keith Mitchell is a guy that we want to ride. Again, he's been up and near near and around leaderboards. So a couple of those mid-range players – um, that you'll see another guy uh, who, who found himself at the top of the leaderboard last couple of times out, Aaron Rye. I think Rye is better suited for these types of courses. He's a, he's a shorter, more control type player. His wins in, in the DP World Tour have come um, when it's been tougher conditions, harder scoring. He's a very good par maker. Not a great birdie maker, which has kind of helped him short in some of these courses, but some of these tournaments where he's been in the other top of the leaderboard, but he's a very good um Tougher, tougher course player, very good um, mid-long iron player. I think Aaron Rye is definitely a guy to look at. Either one's still, I think, a bargain for a player of his pedigree, a winning pedigree worldwide. World, worldwide. There, sorry. A couple of names just again who've been playing well around the leaderboards. We're looking at players who could play these shorter courses, I believe, pretty well. Mark Hubbard has been finding himself around the top of the leaderboard. Um, he's been in pretty good form. David Lipsky, again, another player who's been playing in really good form, played with Aaron Rye at the uh, at the Zurich. They finished this out of the top five. Lipsky followed that up last week with the top 10 finish. He's been playing very well. So a couple Northwestern guys on the card there with Lipsky and Fitzpatrick. So maybe uh, could have some Northwestern magic there. TPC course, so for TPC course, I'm going to KH Lee. Find him in a nice bargain price. Again, these are also drafting plays that you might want to look at. Um, and I think there's value towards the bottom of the board. We're always going to keep finding those bigger numbers, trying to trying to hit those bigger numbers. Finally, we're taking a little bit of top five, top tens. She two top tens last week with Brandon Wu and Alex Smalley catching bigger numbers than the outright on John Rahm. So sometimes you find more value that way. But we definitely want to hit one of these outrights here. But uh, I think the middle to lower range there, the, the upper tier would be Matthew Fitzpatrick, Keegan Bradley, Seamus Power. Then you go to the middle, which is kind of my favorite, Doug Gim. Uh, Aaron Rye in, in that range, David Lipsky, kind of a longer shot, KH Lee, but definitely trying to find value in that range. Start your DraftKings lineup with that. Um, you could you could work the top, you could work the bottom. I, I think that this is a full field. It, it's a wide open field, tougher courses. Um, usually you see the skill of the player come through. Uh, finding fairways is going to be tough. So we want to find those players who can find fairways. And it's not going to be putting competition, so it's going to be true ball strikers. So we're looking at those. Who are those players who are really good getting the ball from T to green? All right. Should be a fun week this week at the Wells Fargo. A little bit more unknown with uh, with a new venue. But uh, should be a fun tournament. On the last couple weeks away from our next major, uh, golf action has been exciting. I mean, it's been coming down to Sundays, whether it's been a favorite or not. Um, there's always been some excitement around the Sunday golf finishes. So, Check it out again. This is Ian Robbins with the Line Movers Network, your Putting Fido podcast. Best of luck with your best this weekend. That's all for now. Until next time, be sure to check out our video podcasts as well on our website. 
If you have any questions or requests, send them our way at the underscore LM Network Twitter page or visit the contact page at thelinemovers.net. Thanks for listening and all your support.